This episode is in memory of my friend Brett, also known as the Scotch Trooper. I'm Michael Rett, and this is Authentic Christianity. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to Authentic Christianity today. I'm Michael Rett. Please follow me on Instagram, on Facebook. We'll see you next time. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Episode three of season three, Authentic Christianity. This is a, a sad, although there will be some joyous parts of it, episode that I'm publishing today. So on February 11th of this year, that's nine days ago, um, an old high school friend of mine named Brett Ferenz passed away. Uh, he succumbed to a year-long battle about maybe a little less, I don't know exactly, when he was diagnosed uh, to cancer. I never got the type. Uh, Brett, the last time I actually saw Brett was the late 1990s, um, maybe 97. My sophomore year in college, we were friends in high school, really only for a couple of years. Um, a mutual friend of ours, Karen, introduced us to our friend group. Um, he had another friend that was in our friend group, this kid, Josh. So in some ways, this podcast is really for, for them, too. And I, um, you know, I hope his wife as well, Tiffany, uh, who spoke beautifully at his memorial service, which was live streamed. They lived in Georgia, or live in Georgia, still do. Um, moved out of New Jersey, obviously. Um, I hope she appreciates it, and I have a feeling that She'll be happy that someone else is speaking about her husband. Because he seemed like a wonderful dude um, and man. So um, what's interesting about... Um, so I hadn't seen him in over 20 years. And barely had any even thought of him at all. Until uh, Karen had found out that he had diagnosed, uh, been diagnosed with cancer. And started a message. A message board on Facebook um, for a bunch of us. So... Um, Karen and Josh and John, uh, Jimmy, Matt, Andy, Ruthann. Um, this is for all of us too. I think there's been some closure for, for us. Um, some of us were closer with him than others. And, and I'm not feeling regret. Like, uh, I wish I would have been in touch of, you know, it's not like this is being done out of that. It's being done out of, you know, respecting the legacy that really Brett, um, created that I learned about really in the past couple weeks, few weeks. I do have um, a couple stories that he was involved with, and I'll explain why Brett was also called the Scotch Trooper. Um, and I'll get a little bit into that in, in a few minutes about the that part of his life. Um, so apparently he was a big fan of Scotch and of Star Wars. And so Stormtrooper, Scotch Trooper, and he would take, and that's what you see on the cover. It's one of his photos. He would take Star Wars figures and place them with, photos of scotch and whiskey and i'm sorry i'm not going to get all that i know all scotch is whiskey not all whiskey is scotch i think um and he made a he had like over sixty thousand followers on instagram and really did really did a cool thing with his creativity his photography and his art and uh really passionate about those things and and brought the passion for star wars to his family i was told so it's really cool i do have a funny brett story 
And um, he, uh, we were at the bowling alley in Madison, New Jersey. And so it's all automatic. So we took a couple practice shots and then we actually started the game. So we're all expecting it to be a certain price, but they're like, no, it's this price. And it was because we took those practice shots without realizing we would be charged for them. So Brett starts like yelling at the dude afterwards. And they had already charged our cards or something. So we couldn't get that money back. And I had two pictures. Brett took one of them of him, him getting in the face of the guy behind the counter. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to find them because some of my pictures may have been lost when um, after my mom had passed and my sister was in the house and then she left the house and some things were left there. It was, it was a messy, chaotic situation. I hope I do find them one day. Hopefully maybe she has them stored away somewhere and that she took with her. Um, but the memory that is ingrained in my mind of him leaning forward with his Watchung Hills, I think soccer jacket on because he went to Watchung Hills high school in Warren, New Jersey pointing at his finger pointing at the guy and i'm I'm sitting back there not even hoping i'm taking pictures (laughs) oh man there there was a couple other good times we had we went down the shore we like tried dyeing each other's hair not mine mine was already dyed blonde but um i think we shaved part of brett's head maybe i know we tried to dye matt's hair and it came out awful (laughs) oh man we we definitely those are some fun things and i'm so thankful karen found did find some pictures that she shared with us and it um it really got this group of friends from high school kind of talking again um i know we had talked a little bit here and there and maybe they had talked with some other things that i wasn't involved in because i think karen lives in california now jimmy lives in like texas um all the rest of us i think still live in new jersey so i found out brett uh worked at starbucks for a while and that's where he met his wife um there was debate over who asked out who um, I worked at a Starbucks for a while too, so Brad and I could have had a con- connection there. Um, Brett, this is what it said about Brett on a couple websites. This website is lovescotch.com. It says Brett has delighted the world of whiskey in recent years through his ever creative, often outright hilarious Instagram account, whose absolute genius combines the wonders of Star Wars with the water of life. And whose every scene captures the imagination like no other account. Having first had the pleasure of sharing drams with Brett at Whiskeys of the World in Atlanta several years ago, and had the pleasure of friendship since, he continues to be a fantastic champion for everything that we at AM Company and Company hold dear in the Scotch whiskey industry his authenticity, his passion and positive energy, his tenacity and discipline in the pursuit of perfection. Long admirers of Brett's creativity, attention to detail, and above all, wicked sense of humor, we could not wish for a worthier suitor with whom to collaborate and are delighted to present the Scotch Trooper X AM and Company, I'm mispronouncing this word, Brookladich, dry and spicy with a touch of the dark side. So this group, and this Scotch has been discontinued, but it went for $285 a bottle, this bottle of Scotch. Um, or at least maybe they just named after it of him because it says 90, 1991, but they named it after him. So I, I know nothing about, very little about scotch and malt. And, um, I will say right now, though, there might be some of you listening, Christians listening, or like Christians shouldn't drink. Let's put that aside. 
because that's not what we're doing here. We're not getting into some theological argument about alcohol. I will say I don't appreciate when Christians bash alcohol and, and alcohol has ruined lives, make no mistakes, but yet they're okay eating gobs and gobs of unhealthy food and destroying their temples that way. Let me just leave that there. Let me give you another website called the whiskey wash. And they had some nice things to say about Brett as well. Let me find the quote that definitely became a social media influencer. Um, saying his Instagram account qualified him for Yoda, uh, Yoda status. That he inspired this one person, Yas Sani, to start his own account or her own account. I'm sorry, I don't know if that's male or female name. Some other things that people said about him. Toys and whiskey, what's better than that? And... When the toys came out, he lit up the room. Everyone posed the troopers getting ridiculous shots. He brought out everyone's space nerd. Toys broke the anxiety barrier for Brett. So what a great, you know, a passion he had. He combined like two of his passions. And how many of us have done that? So Brett, um, when we were in high school, I had this, I had an inkling that he was a Christian. I kind of thought that he was maybe just cause I had heard he was in a Christian family. I don't remember exactly, but he was, he grew up in a Christian home. Um, one of the pastors that spoke at the live stream and I'll link to, to it when I, um, um, when I post this said, eventually he shared a story of how Brett became disillusioned with the church. And all he said was that basically because he didn't think the church was acting like the church. I don't know what that meant, what that means. I can maybe think that maybe the church wasn't reaching out to the people it should have. Maybe the church was insulated, thinking they were better than people, thinking that certain people didn't deserve God's grace and God's salvation. Maybe it meant people like in the LGBT community. Maybe it meant people who were addicts and they looked down on them. We don't know. Maybe it was simply people that wanted to listen to Ozzy Osbourne because Brett loved him some Ozzy Osbourne. Brett, John, and I, I think Matt was there. Maybe, I don't remember. But we all saw Ozzy at the PNC Art Center, the Garden State Art Center back in the late 90s. That was cool, man. I remember buying stickers and like bootleg t-shirts before the show. Whatever happened, Brett walked away. And his sister shared a story at the memorial where it was in 2002. He was on his way to work. I think he was working at like Target. And he pulled his car over and just questioned what he was doing in life. And, you know, he's like, I'm going to make money to do what? To buy drugs. Apparently, he called his parents after that and they welcomed him home. And Brett's life changed after that. And eventually, obviously, he met his wife. They had two girls. And let me mention about the prodigal son, because in some Brett is in, in that respect. If you don't know the story of the prodigal son, you should. So a man had two sons. I'm not going to read the whole thing. This guy had two sons. The younger said, Father, give me my share of the inheritance coming to me. 
So that's basically saying, Father, I hate you. Give me my money and my inheritance now. I'm going to take off and do whatever I want. So that's what happened. So this guy goes off. He spends everything he has. And there was a famine, so he had nothing out. So he eventually started working in a pig field and feeding pigs. And he wanted to eat what the pigs were eating. So eventually he's like, all right, he came, comes to his senses. I'm going to go back home and I'll work for my father. But when his father sees him, he's like, no, you're not going to work for me. You're going to be my son. My son, you have returned to me. That's what, and that's what God offers. That's what, first of all, that's what his parents offered. They welcomed him back in. That's a testimony in and of itself. And God welcomes us because he loves us just accepts, accepts us just as we are. He always welcomes us in. So a couple other things they shared was Brett's favorite uh, verse actually was his wife's favorite verse. Micah 6, 8, it says, he has told you, O man, what is good. And God has told you what is good and what the Lord requires of you. Do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. Doing justice, standing up for what's right and for people, standing up for people. Love kindness, being kind. This world need we need kindness. And walking humbly with God, knowing that everything comes from God. There's another verse, I think it might be in Micah, the gold is mine and the silver is mine. Everything belongs to God. When you understand that you have such a perspective on life where not that we don't work hard for things that we love, that we're passionate about, but that when you understand God has blessed me, it, it creates such a humility because he has blessed us. Those of you that have running water, I say this maybe like every episode, it seems. Running water, a home, food. Some people in the world do not have those basic necessities. But if you do, you are blessed. Um, something that the church, it was Pastor Jay who spoke at Dogwood Church in Tyrone, Georgia. They seemed to, they seemed to get it. That Pastor Jay said to the family, this church will love you and support you. They were really acting quite Christ-like because... You know, when someone passes away, many of us go and say, hey, we're here for you. And then the service is over and then what happens? You know, in Jewish culture, they sit Shiva so that the person is not alone for a week to help them grieve, help them go through the, the, the process of grieving. You know, denial, acceptance, bargaining, fear, anger. This church said they will love and support them. And that's what any Christian and any true church should do. So his wife spoke, Brett's wife, Tiffany spoke, man, it was amazing. That's something rare. You know, off, you wouldn't normally hear a spouse speak. Um, people said she was very strong, but she said her strength only came from God. And she said that, and this is why I think, and I'm going to send this to her too. So I want her to, I, I have no relationship with her. You know, I sent her one message saying I was praying for her. You know, my wife and I were praying for her. What I'm sharing now is what she shared because this is what was even more important that she and Brett had an eternal perspective that perspective was of Christ's salvation, that our life does not end when we die, 
we go on and where do we go on to? She shared that God is still very good. He didn't want Brett to have cancer. But he allowed it to happen. And she said there's a difference between not want, God not wanting it but allowing it. And this is true. And it's because we live in a broken world. We live in a sinful world. And God can turn all of that to good. And my prayer, my hope is that me sharing this with you about him and his his outlook on life will, will bless you and be bigger than his life or this podcast or anything like that. Because God can, can turn all things to good. He turns our sadness to good. In Isaiah, it says he takes the ashes that have been given to us and turns them into beauty. There was a couple things his daughter said. He, his one daughter understood this too. His one daughter apparently said, I can't wait to see how God uses all this for good, meaning Brett's illness. And his other daughter said, maybe God will use this so we can help others with cancer. These are girls. These are like, they weren't even teenagers that they understood God's perspective, that God is bigger than any of our troubles and struggles. You know, it seems like Brett left a real legacy. It's a legacy that we should all seek to follow. How he poured into his two daughters. He uh, gave them boldness with their creativity. He taught them hockey. And he just loved on them as a father should, a true father should. They're not, there's a call for fathers in this world, true men to stand up and be the strong fathers that their sons and daughters need. And that's a calling I take very seriously myself. There are times I don't want to play with my son because I'm tired of playing race cars. I mean, I loved race cars growing up or monster trucks or playing these silly, whatever it is. But you know what? I'm going to do it because my son needs to know he lo- I love him and I'm there with him, spending time with him and engaging with things he has some passion and love for. It's not going to be, son, I'm too busy. You know, go talk to your mother. You know, my dad didn't play. He played. He, he was okay with that. He did. He actually did an okay job with it. He worked odd hours. You know, sometimes maybe I don't give my dad enough credit for stepping up as best as he could. Um, you know, he would play wiffle ball with me. Football um, took me to the movies. So he did an okay job. Proverbs twenty two six says, "Train up a child in the way he or she should go." even when he or she is old, will not depart from it. What we put into our child when they're children, when they're young, they take with them when they're older. Colossians 3.21 also says, fathers do not exasperate your children so that they will lose heart. Meaning you just keep bashing on your children, do it better, do it better. That's the balance of love um, and grace, sorry, of grace and truth that Jesus brings that we are also to bring to people. But here's the thing. This also connects to us being sons and daughters of God. Because we all are. If you want to acknowledge it or not, each of us is created by God, a son or a daughter of God. And Proverbs 3.11 says, My son, do not reject the discipline of the Lord or loathe his reproof. For whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as a father corrects a son in whom he delights, or daughter in whom he delights. You see, God might be calling each of you, just just as he calls me, we got to be better. 
stop doing this in your life. This is the drugs, the alcohol, the overeating, the pornography, the, um, I don't know, gambling, the spending too much time on social media, the gossip, the sexuality. I don't know. Just put in whatever you want to put in there. Is not going to work for you. It's not going to work. It's not going to bring you wholeness. Christ is going to bring you wholeness. There are things we enjoy in our lives, passions we have, scotch and Star, Star Wars. You know, I love the theater. I love comic books. I love writing. Those are passions. That's not what I mean. It's the things that you try to fill in, put in your life that God is telling you, it's not going to fill you the way you think you it, it, it is. And that could be God disciplining us. You know, when, when we go through difficult times, so sometimes God's trying to pull us away from something that's bad. So as it came near the end, um, as was shared on, um, there was a journal that was created for Brett on something called caringbridge.org. You know, eventually went, Brett went home to hospice at the end of January. Got to the point where his, his body had, had failed. And he was kind of just hanging on. And this I can relate to. I remember when my mom came home on hospice. And the will to survive often has to do with other people. So I remember speaking to my pastor at the time. My mom was very ill. He said a couple things. He said, I think whoever is meant to be there when she passes will be there. And um, the other thing, there's almost a relief when someone that ill, pa Ill passes um, because you know that they're not suffering. So I think she had been, we had to tell her, it was me, my sister, my brother, and my niece. My cousin was there earlier. And then my cousin left and I said, this is, this is it. Like pastor said, um, whoever's supposed to be there. She wasn't conscious. You know, she's breathing and it's, and she was just like, you know, mom, and we prayed this. It's okay. We will be okay. And then she passed away. And then what I read on Caring Bridge about Brett was that he was holding on for his family and his family just wanted him to say, it's okay, go home. And he went home to be with Jesus. There's a beauty in that and there's a sadness in that. I'm going to close with Revelation 21 because this is something else that was shared that one of his daughters read and was excited that that's where her daddy got to go. And it's my prayer that each of you will want to go and will go by accepting Christ as Lord and Savior.
So Revelation 21 says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. If you want that assurance, that peace, the removal of all pain, come to Christ now. All you have to do is say, yes, Jesus, come into my life. Thank you all for listening.